Hello, thanks so much for tuning in. I'm Anna Loder from readabook.com.au. I'm a lifelong reader and book lover and a long-time book club member. 15 years, I can't believe it. I've been a bookseller for 13 and now I'm a reviewer and blogger. This is a weekly podcast celebrating that love of books and reading. I'm so excited to be in your ears today. Before we get started, can I quickly pay my respects to the Darawal people of the Uyora Nation, the traditional custodians of the land on which I work, play, read and live on. Along with the traditional owners of the lands throughout Australia, I pay my respects to the elders past, present and emerging. Let's get started. Well, this morning I get to speak with Ali Lowe and I know that I say it every time, but oh my goodness, I could not be more excited to speak with her. I love the trivia night. I love the running club. They're great books. Really love her characters and the perfect veneer that she creates so well. So it's enormous wealth backstabbing and (laughs) politics and (laughs) they're just fantastic. Cannot wait to speak with Ali today. So her book only just came out yesterday. I cannot believe that I got to speak with her today. I'm absolutely chomping at the bit. I love Ali. I cannot wait to get to talk to her today. Hi. Hello, Ali. How are you? I'm all right. How are you, Anna? Good. Thank you. This is huge. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for all your support. I'll get out. I love you, Ali, and I love your books. Thank you. These books are fantastic. Congratulations. Oh, you're sweet. Thank you so much. It's quite a wild ride. Yeah, I can imagine that it must be. So The Running Club, I said in my review that it made Wisteria Lane look like kindergarten, and it really does. Oh my goodness, these characters are incredible. Congratulations. Thank you. Thanks so much, Anna. How did you get the idea for the running club? It was kind of a weird one because it's a kind of strange storyline. It wasn't like the trivia night, which was a very definite sort of idea that these couples went to this fundraiser and they were swinging for a night only. That was quite a sort of definite idea. Whereas this one was just sort of a group of runners and one of them gets murdered. So it kind of wasn't quite as strong an idea, but there was something about it I was like I'm going somewhere with this I've got to do this I've got to and basically I came up with the idea of Shelby the character of Shelby first of all but I should probably backtrack and say that yes. the reason that came into my head was I during COVID I took my son to a park at the bottom of our street and it has like a kind of path around it and I remember us sitting there in COVID watching these runners run past at kind of 1.5 meter distance and kind of like hopping mm-hmm. around this circuit looking really miserable and I thought why are they so miserable you know, it's the first time they've probably been out all day and and one of them turned back and looked at another one and gave them a bit of a glare and I was like oh I really like the idea of a running club gone bad where everyone's quite nice to each other but really there's lots of snidey looks and and everyone <laughs> <laughs> kind of got some going on under the surface and there's some kind of hidden agenda that no one knows about and it was literally as simple as that and then I sort of over the next few days sort of kept thinking about perhaps the idea of twins both of them in a running club and one of them who was very arrogant and unlikable and that's where Shelby came and she was the first one that came and it really was a case of the characters coming before the plot because there was Shelby and then there was Lottie and I had this idea of having a twins who were born on different days so and going back to that old now I don't need even know how you describe it like a poem that Monday's child yes Monday's child yep yeah Tuesday's child is full of grace and Wednesday's child is full of woe so I had this idea that Tuesday's child was this really effervescent Shelby's not really that graceful but she's very sort of beautiful she's 
arrogant everyone's scared of her and then that this Wednesday's child was full of woe yet they would grew in the womb together and Lottie is very anxious and she's very eager to please and she's all these kind of Deptford wife to her husband and yes, I love the idea yes. of these two twins being in the running club and perhaps there being some simmering tensions between them because one is very rude to the other and one's very yes. sort of serving. and so just I guess the characters just grew and from that came the plot but definitely the characters came before the plot and the plot came from Covid so from literally just observing people in the park. It is so funny how much of a backstory you can build in just one look isn't yeah it's really weird I don't know where these things come from but yeah just literally sitting there and watching people and and watching the way they interact was definitely what made me think of this book and then I remember coming back from that walk and saying to my husband I really like the idea of a group of runners in like an amateur running club who really don't like each other and there's something really hidden and something really nasty under the surface and I remember him saying yeah yeah yeah, sounds all right but I prefer the one about blah blah and there's something about this and I ran with it and the running club was born yeah oh I'm so glad that you did I've been interested in twins I think since Sweet Valley High I love the idea of just by virtue of being born first or second you're either the outgoing or the subservient how twins have formed their personalities I think and one is and the other one isn't yeah yeah exactly and it's I I just love this idea of them bridging Mm. and being so different in personality perhaps because of that or perhaps just because you know that's what happened liked that idea and that poem kept popping into my head because I remember my mum saying that to me when I was Monday's child's fair face I just remember it very clearly so yeah for some reason that that did a little bit yeah we grew up with that poem as well I have no idea why but we as a family really got behind it we love that (laughs) (laughs) what day were you born on Anna Wednesday oh were you oh but you're so cheery and happy (laughs) exactly it's silly (laughs) yeah I know but in this book it makes sense but oh absolutely yeah but I was a Saturday so I don't even know what that is and isn't it good to be working hard for a living oh it is especially in this career yeah I love it absolutely love it yeah you must be so pleased so this is your second novel and you're a professional writer now yeah that's right so I was a journalist for years so yeah I was working in London for many years well for about 10 and then moved over to Australia and worked in magazines over here and then freelancing for newspapers so but writing takes up most of my time at the moment because I'm sort of trivia night came out a year ago and then yes. there's this book and then there's three and four excellent I, I waited for next year and the year after so yeah I mean writing books at the same time will know that it's quite a, a juggle because you're sort of writing one you're promoting another you're editing another when there's multiple books on the go so yeah that the freelancing has taken a bit of a slide at the moment yeah. but that's not to say that if the writing novels dries up then that would be my go-to so uh is your next book going to be along the same themes yeah sort of it, it's it doesn't have a name yet but it is basically set in a high school in another sort of wealthy community but this time it's based on three women who are desperate to get their beloved boys into a private boys school with a long wait list and the boys school is very elite and these women let's just say will do anything to get their boys into this school and that includes backstabbing and murder so um, murder So you have it. That's an exclusive. That's a scoop. That's the next book. Oh, can I keep that on there? I'm going to keep it in there. I'm going to accidentally have stolen a scoop out. (laughs) Thank you, Ellie. I've just done my structural edits. Yeah, it's definitely going ahead, that one, yeah. So having read and loved The Trivia Night and The Running Club, I can see that you've got the themes going with the very rich and the poor. 
Could you please talk to me a little bit about that? Because I think every town must have it. We have it here in Cronulla. Is it something uh, that you are interested in? I think with the trivia night, there wasn't so much the kind of poor end of the peninsula, but definitely in the running club, there's that real kind of rough to the smooth idea. So the Esperance Mm -hmm. is amazing community with white picket fences and manicured lawns and sports cars and everything. And then at the other end, there's Shivers Beach where everything's a bit ramshackle and the grass is left to dry out and everything's a bit more sort of not quite aesthetically pleasing, I guess. And I first started writing a book because I'm not a planner. I just really focused initially on Esperance, which was this stunning place where everyone's wealthy. And I like this idea of wealth breeding corruption. And I had the idea of the seven deadly sins in my head. So all of these people that live in this place are kind of consumed with pride and wealth and and all of these things. The, The comparison to Shivers Beach came a little bit later on when I came up with the concept of all these people's lives intertwining from high school and some of them being from a less wealthy suburb and I think really I put that in because I wanted to show how much some of these people wanted money because they'd worked their way up the peninsula to get to Esperance from Shivers Beach and it was certainly for Max it had been something he wanted to do since he was a teenager he says to Shelby in the early chapters you know I just want to get to Esperance why shouldn't I live there the beaches are better the houses are bigger why should I be living in this place yes Um, and to have that contrast was I guess a way of showing how desperate some people are to move up into a place of prestige and wealth and escape the trappings of their sort of background to kind of embrace the trappings of wealth, I suppose. Yeah. Oh, no, you certainly did that. It was just, there's so much to think about in there, isn't there? And are richer people happier? They're fine. They have great big flowers for their... Yeah, exactly. And their candles and their, yeah. you know, their, their Porsches and Maseratis and stuff. And yeah, it was a bit of a commentary on that. And really, you know, Morella's like one of those people that bridges the gap. And it's interesting to see how she is probably the most likable character in some respects. And she's the one that still kind of embraces Shivers Beach to some extent, mm, you know, yes. and is, is proud of her roots. Absolutely. the beginning of the novel. Yes. You know, I kind of like this idea of making her more down to earth, whereas the ones that are from Esperance who have all the wealth and who who are very spoiled by the wealth are actually spoiled by the wealth. So I hope I got that right. (laughs) Oh, you just, you gave me so much to think about. You certainly got it right. So it's domestic noir and it very much is about people that you know and it is very much like what would you do in this situation? really love the fact that you can see the motivations there every day same as the trivia night with the kindy parents it's nothing extraordinary it's not yeah I just uh, love your books that's all yes it's just a lot of revenge in my character's head I think they're quite normal lives but revenge centered although having said that the the running club they're not typically normal lives because they're um, also wealthy but if you took away the wealth I guess it could be any community couldn't it oh absolutely yeah any marriage (laughs) any high school sweethearts (laughs) good one and what about the whole I mean it's a difficult one to talk about without the spoilers but the frenemies and the, the inside backstabbing and just oh you just you did it so well 
Oh, thank you. Well, Carol was my favourite character, even oh, really? though she's probably the most unlikable. I just mm. really enjoyed writing her. She causes the most problems, I suppose, between the friends. Mm. And certainly the cheese and wine evening at the beginning, you kind of see that Carol's a bit of a meddler and she's a bit sarcastic and she's got her own insecurities and, and she's a bit mean. But yeah, she was just so thoroughly enjoyable to write because I don't know, maybe because I, I'm living vicariously through her because I think my friends are I love Curiously. I think my friends would say I'm quite mild-mannered so it's actually really nice to let loose with someone who's really horrendous and who's very rude and oh she mean. was horrific I know she is isn't she but Vanessa was asking me the other day Vanessa McCaston was saying you know do you think you use humor to soften her character and I think I did try and soften her a bit and make her a bit more likable because obviously no one wants to read a book where everyone's thoroughly unlikable so I did yeah. try and soften her with her sarcasm a bit and then obviously you learn that she has certain insecurities which you kind of hope softens her character even further but I did like the idea of making them all frenemies and have each of them have their hang-ups about each other which become more apparent as the book goes on but also what was really important to me in this book and the trivia night and the one that comes after this one next year is that there may be a sense of these women being frenemies and there may be a sense of perhaps not everyone getting on at all times but at the end of the day them come together to help solve something and certain individuals are not you know, are not redeemed at the end of the book, but a few of them are. And to have them joining forces to solve something is something that's really important to me. And I tend to veer towards that probably because my girlfriends are so important to me. And it's such a big thing in my life that, you know, even though I've got these women pitted against each other, it's important that there is some love there. That was my next question. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. These are people who are pitted against each other and who are constantly looking to see who's richer, whose nails are nicer, who's thinner, who's... (laughs) then but when their chips are down they do (laughs) not all of them (laughs) yeah not all of them you're right there's some that are bad apples that was just such an important thing to me and I think that will always be a theme in Mm. as long as I carry on writing and even number four which I've actually finished and just sent to my agent there is that theme of it's not so much a group of women coming together but it's in particular two women who who really work together to make things right and they're there for each other when the chips are down so yeah I think that's going to be a bit of an ongoing theme oh wow yeah that's it's so interesting for books that are so much about frenemies and bitching and backstabbing and for a theme to be that women got women and you know they, they do come together and support it's really you've done a really great job oh thank you well, you might not think that at the beginning of the book when they're all fighting and they're all bitching at each other but <laughs> hopefully towards the end you'll think oh actually she I understand why she did that and maybe she's actually got a kind heart and mm. I think you see with Victoria at the end of the trivia night yeah yeah bad to the core but actually there's heart there you know there's there's definitely I I kind of think we're all really multifaceted we're not one way or the other and certainly like I said before I consider myself quite mild-mannered but sometimes you know I'll explode And, and some people who you wouldn't expect to be sweet at their core because they might be caustic or whatever sometimes surprise you so I think we're all full of these different aspects yeah and absolutely I but think I think what I like with your characters is that none of them are, are Barbie dolls can see the motivations and you're right at the start you're thinking oh she's just she's such a cow she's such a but you do get to know the motivations and the reasons why they're doing what they do and the insecurities oh they're great books congratulations oh thank you so much and you know a lot of what makes these characters more rounded is in the editing as well I've got a brilliant editor at and she's fantastic and she will always say to me okay well maybe we need to round this character up a bit more or maybe this character you need to just make sure that they're 
slight, they have a, a slightly more sort of succinct end to them or she's very good at that so I think a lot of the time the roundness of the characters comes from the editing process yeah right I never think of the editing process as arena I think they just fall fully formed onto the page and it's just <laughs> I know. you just write them like that and yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't be very good if that was the case mine wouldn't <laughs> oh no I think you've got your launch on this Friday I think Thursday so it's tomorrow this night Thursday oh la la <laughs> I had it down in my diary for Friday the 17th, but no. Thursday night. Yeah, tomorrow night. Oh, my goodness. Tomorrow wow, night. No we rest. On, on shelf yesterday, but the official launch is at uh, Berkelow Books tomorrow night at 6.30. So that's very exciting. I've been moaning about oh. And are you doing much of a tour? I'm not touring, but I'm doing a lot of podcasts, a lot of events, and attended a radio interview in Bathurst yesterday. And well, Ah! I I didn't go there. I've been doing, um, I did a Living Arts Canberra yesterday interview podcast. So yeah, they've been getting me virtually around quite a lot. I love virtual. Well, you know, I've got three little ones as well. So, you know, it kind of works really well for me. Yeah. Your social media, of course, is fantastic. And we've been friends for years now. And I feel like we are like this. We were virtual best. (laughs) Social media is something that kind of, it's a bit weird because I'm not altogether comfortable with it in some ways because you have to really self-promote and it's quite difficult to self-promote, isn't it? Especially when you 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 and I are probably quite similar, aren't we? That we both don't like to be like, it's all about me. (laughs) So it's kind of um, can be a bit weird but you kind of have to get used to that and just and do it and now I actually really like it and quite like sort of looking out for something that might be my post today on Instagram I don't I'm not on Twitter or anything because I don't really understand Twitter and also you know you read the odd thing that's a bit negative on Twitter so I, I like to stay with Instagram exactly nice the same as me Ali yeah Graham's a really nice community and everybody on there is really nice but every time I dip my toes into TikTok or <laughs> Twitter yeah. I just, oh no <laughs> I don't know that's me for sure and someone said to me the other day but you're a I mean, I'm so surprised you should be on Twitter. And I was like, no, not for me. So I'm sticking to the lovely, pretty world of Instagram and, and pictures and smiley faces and everyone being so supportive. And just on that note, I should really say that the writing community in Australia and the UK as well, because I'm published there too, is amazing. And everyone is so lovely. And you feel like you make these beautiful friendships with people on Instagram. And then you meet them in real life and there's big hugs and it's like, oh, I'm so pleased for you. And everyone is so happy for everyone else it is just before it's the loveliest loveliest community support i would have expected to see more oh well you know you're swimming in my lane and, and it's just yes. there's none of that is there it's just no, such a lovely community it really is and it's like having another sort of big family isn't it everyone mm. goes to each other launches everyone's really supportive and really pleased to see each other and thrilled for each other and it's just a real community of positivity and I think you know that's really comforting and it's really nice very mm. feel very yeah yes yeah absolutely even as a reader to be welcomed into that writing community I just ah, oh, yeah I love it I think it's incredible and can we try to get you at Sutherland Library or are you not going to venture that oh I would love to yeah It'd be wonderful excellent I just oh, love you your book me. I think that they are so such page turners yes but there's also so much more to think about after you're done your head just rolls around with the intrigue and the backstabbing and the just the characters oh, oh they're so awful aren't they <laughs> <laughs> I've got to kind of try and tear myself away from writing evil characters because I just love it so much. I think every single book I ever write, there'll be these just terrible oh, people. I'm with Vanessa. I think you seem so lovely. <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's obviously a side of me that I keep hidden that I'm just unleashing with all these awful people. <laughs> 
Thriller writers, you guys are all the same. Oh, my goodness. Like Michael Robotham, the loveliest man, but the stories. <laughs> Luke and Mackenzie, you could just hug her. And then- <laughs> exactly, exactly. I know. It's, it's brilliant, isn't it? And Ray as well, Ray Ken. Oh, yes. Yeah, Jen, yeah. Mercedes, all these yes. lovely people who write these. Ashley, Collegiate Blunt, another one. <laughs> I know, Ashley. It's funny, isn't it? So just be really good at purging your negative thoughts yeah we've obviously all got real dark sides (laughs) yeah absolutely how exciting well thank you so much for the conversation such a treat oh i've been itching for it ever since the trivia night thank you oh thank you so much anna you're always so amazingly supportive i really appreciate it oh get out of town i see talent talent. (laughs) lovely thank you Okay, so that's it for this conversation. Thank you so much for joining me. Please leave a review wherever you can, but especially where you found my Readable podcast. If you'd like more connection, please head on over to thereadable.com.au. There's plenty of book reviews and recommendations there, and that's also where you'll find my blog. And I would love, love, love to welcome you into our community. There's a membership page on readable.com.au. There are three levels. The first is free, and I'm so hoping that you would like to help me build my online community where we can enjoy reading more together. Thank you.